Welcome to the Few Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Richie, Darren, and Mark. Hey, you know that check I was talking about getting you? I'll get it like sometime in 2019. <laughs> We're trying to help you grow those oranges, man. <laughs> and then they get angry or excited. Doesn't really matter which one, right? And and then they move on to a picture of their friend from high school just had another baby, right? All right, welcome back to the Few Podcast. My name's Darren. I'm here with Mark and Richie, and it looks like uh, the biggest story of probably the last couple of weeks is Russia, Russia, Russia. What do you guys think? Yes, uh, I think what we need to do is we need to uh, ban all of the Russian ice hockey players from the United States, or let's ban let's ban the seven year olds that are playing. Uh, I don't know gymnastics. Let's just let's just start banning them from. Uh, from competition because that seems about the only thing that we're doing right now let's go dump out the russian vodka that's actually made in, in uh, eastern in western europe let's do that what do you guys think enough that's made in america i like the uh bad one b's idea of having apple maps remove russia from the maps <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's pretty that'll funny. show them <clears throat> Well, yeah, I mean, and we're so we're no longer going to import Russian oil, or at least according to Mr. Magoo, we're not going to. And like, so you know what that all that means is they're just going to sell it to somebody else, and then we'll just import it from that country, or yeah. we'll just import it from Saudi Arabia, or um, you know, another one of the despotic nations of the world, uh, Venezuela. Iran, Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Which is just it, stupid. Yeah, it it doesn't matter if it's Russia or somebody else. All the countries with oil are kind of the worst countries in the world, except for the United States, that refuses to take the oil. You know, like, we we have all the oil that we would ever need. Like, it's not going to run out. We have Alaska. We have, we have all the onshore drilling. And... And Biden refuses to open that up and refuses to open up the pipelines to make it easier for that oil to get down to us. And and then he has the gall to say, hey, well, we need to take one on the chin for to, to teach Russia a lesson. You know, when you're when you're at home, you know, I'm thinking of like the average American citizen who has to travel uh, 20 minutes for work each way every day um how their their costs are going to go up and how the you know they're already on uh suffering with the in, with the highest inflation in 40 years mm-hmm. uh, i i want you to look at your children when they're starving or you can't buy them a birthday present and say well at least putin couldn't buy that second ivory back scratcher that he wanted yeah and then the uh... And then all the all the people in Congress who sold all their stocks before the right before the war <laughs> popped off. Yeah, I think they all need yeah. to be. All those people should be put in jail. All the Congress congressmen and you know Nancy Pelosi especially. She's the greatest investor of all time. Sixty percent return. Yeah, just ridiculous. I don't know She's about. about you guys, but, it, but my 401k one lost money. I don't. I I wonder how hers keeps gaining. Yeah. But yeah, like. Yeah. So she has like a better better record, investment track record than any hedge fund in the history of the of the stock market, and she doesn't spend any time on it. <laughs> yeah. Like she's not a full time trader or anything, so she's she can just pick them. Well, she was probably husband. she's probably busy reading that seventeen hundred page um, little bill that they got passed overnight in twelve hours. Did you guys see that? Yeah. The, so, I, I saw, I, yeah, I saw a tweet about it and said, "Wow, that's pretty incredible." They could read all seventeen hundred pages in like twelve hours. So it's pretty good. Well, yeah, they they passed it at one thirty in the morning, and then they're supposed to vote on it again at like two in the afternoon. So less than 12 hours, 1,700 pages. Nobody knows what's in it. You know, like Nancy Pelosi said, you know, we have to pass the bill so we know what's in it. <laughs> like, 
Like, are, are you kidding me? Like, this is this is what we're doing now. And then, you know, what did what the border wall, what, how much was the border wall going to cost? Like $8 billion, something like that well, to finish it? Well, Trump wanted $4 billion for it. Something like that. Four, $4 billion. Yeah. But we need, right now, we have to pass today $14 billion for, um, for the U- for Ukraine borders. It's like Cac Turd. Uh, if you guys have followed him on Twitter, it's like he this guy is saying, you know, I'll start worrying about Ukraine's borders when you start worrying about our borders. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yep. and, and then there's this story of um, Poland. Basically, they, uh, they said, or they were going to give these 29 MiG, or these x number of mig 29s to to ukraine to to use to defend their country and you know it comes out oh no the united states requested this and it wasn't poland that was going to give it to them but the but 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 poland's not stupid even though you know there are a lot of polish jokes or whatever they're not that stupid they uh they basically said okay we'll we'll give you the planes and then you can give them to ukraine (laughs) We're not going to piss off Russia. You can piss off Russia. So then the United States, so then the United States is like, oh, uh, yeah, that's not tenable. We can't, you can't just fly them to to Germany, and then we can't just fly them to Ukraine. You have to fly them directly to Ukraine. So Poland's doing the right thing. I mean, they're they're trying not to be the next people that get invaded. You know, and and. That's where all the refugees are going from Ukraine. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, now if Poland were to get invaded, that's that is a NATO country, and they're going to. I mean, that's gonna that's gonna end up bringing in the U.S. because we have responsibilities. So, I don't think that uh, um, Putin would be that brazen, but you never know. I remember there was like this old like polish joke i can't remember exactly where i heard it but basically it was like if you ask the average polish person if they could get one wish what would it be and it and i think think it goes something like they wish that they could have china invade poland and and then get pushed back and it's like why because they'd have to go through russia twice (laughs) oh Once on there and once on the way back. Anyway, yeah. but but yeah, I mean, Polish people don't like, or you know, Poland doesn't like Russia because of what they did to them in the Soviet when they were part of the Soviet Union. So it's not like it's not like they're not willing to give them away, but it's it's just a stupid proposal. And the State Department basically tried to trick them into getting into a war with Russia. Over over the United States, which is just stupid, and and Poland's like, no, <laughs> we're not yeah. stupid. Well, I mean, everyone kind of understands what proxy wars are now, you know, and, and and so yeah, it used to work in the Cold War that the U.S. or the Soviet Union would back a certain country, uh, or or a certain fraction within that country. I mean, I mean, think about this. I mean, do you know who the Allies in Rambo Three were? <laughs> Uh, the Middle East people. Yeah, the Taliban. The Taliban. Yeah. Well, cause... the people, the the people who became the Taliban. You know, like that. That's the thing. You don't. Why do you not see Rambo Three on on like TBS every Sunday? I don't know. Probably because it's the Taliban. It... Yeah. Well, yeah. Because because it was dedicated to the brave freedom fighters that were led by who? Osama bin Laden. Well, you, you think about it. You, I was I'm watching. There's this there's this guy. Uh, I can't remember what his name is, but he does all these British documentaries, and pretty much every one of the despots that we think of nowadays in the Middle East are all because of the United States or Britain or basically the Western world. We propped them up, like Osama bin Laden was propped up because he was better than um than Soviet the Soviet Union. Union. Um, Muammar Gaddafi was propped up because he was, you know, he was actually installed by the United States and, and he was like, you know, like some Western, I don't know, 
you got to watch it. It's just insane. Like Gaddafi was was propped up by the United States. Whoever the Bashir al Assad, like his Iran. his no, it's not Iran. It's uh, Libya, I believe. Oh, anyway, um, like his um, his father was like the king before that, and he uh, he got installed. Or I, I don't know if he got installed or if it was revolution, but the United States was like, he's like the greatest, yada, 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 until they needed a scapegoat. And then all of a sudden, he he set up the Lockerbie bombing in Scotland. And he just like, fuck you guys, I'm going home. And then he just closed off the country and just turned it into, you know, a place that you can't go anymore. Yeah. But I, I don't know. He was He was like a big socialite. Like Assad's father, who looks exactly like him, and then and then basically the Western world screwed him when they didn't have any use for him anymore, and he got pissed. Yeah, I I don't know. I also think that a lot of that, um, you know, where people say, "Oh well, uh, United States have messed with those political standings." I mean, I I look back at Iran, and you know, you watch Argo, and that is the biggest uh, Jimmy Carter fluff piece. Because, you know, basically, yeah, we, we put the Shah in place. And then they try to say, well, the Shah was, you know, uh, excessive with his riches and blah, blah, blah. And but if you look at pictures of Iran in the 1950s, it's a thriving culture. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, that was because of us. And then Jimmy Carter didn't back up the Shah when, when there was a... Re- when when communists basically and, and uh, Islamic uh, uh, extremists tried to, tried to revolt, Jimmy Carter let, let him, Oh, well you figure it out by yourself. And so then when the Shah gets overthrown, now all of a sudden we have the biggest terror threat for the last 40 years in Iran. Well, it's, it's not only that, but it's, it's the only reason why, that was even like that was because the British, the British are the ones who screwed up Iran because that's where BP started. British Petroleum was in Iran and they basically overthrew the basically Western style leader to install a bunch of these, you know, uh, local, they're basically like tribal leaders so that they could get the oil. And then all of a sudden one day, you know, that guy gets overthrown. And then it's it's another guy, and they're I don't know they consolidated power, and then the one the guy with the biggest sword won or whatever. But I don't know. We shouldn't we shouldn't care. We shouldn't care who runs these countries. Let's just let's just not care anymore. Well, I, I mean, yeah that that's a good point. I mean, you could you could just say that now that if we just don't try to nation build anymore. Um, that would probably be the best thing. Uh, you know, retreat back into our own country for a little bit because we have our own problems here. Yeah. So now going on all of the stuff that's been happening in Russia, you know, because Putin is the evil one. He's the one who did it all. Cause, and, and Trump let him get away with it somehow. I don't know. Anyway, he, I found a list of all of Biden's excuses, which is pretty good. Uh, so here's here's from June 4th, 2020, so before he was elected. It's hard to believe this is this has to be said, but unlike this president, I'll do my job and take responsibility. I won't blame others, and I will, and I'll never forget that my job isn't about me. It's about you. And I'm pretty sure somebody else wrote this, but whatever. <laughs> so so first uh, first um, first story. An angry Biden blames Trump for Afghanistan pullout, then takes credit for it. Because, <laughs> you know, it was Trump's fault that the Afghan pullout was so bad. And then, and then he took credit. Then he took credit for actually leaving. <laughs> well, yeah, that was the greatest evacuation ever, ever done. Yeah. After after I fucked it up, I, I got everybody out quick. It, you know, we just lost, you know, 20 soldiers, you know, people were falling off of airplanes. But I, you know. It was the greatest evacuation ever. They think, By, they, they think that there's 500 uh, Americans or people who work for the American army still behind enemy lines right now. Yeah, I don't think there's... There's got to be more than that. And they're yeah, probably all... Um, 500 still alive, maybe. 
maybe. Biden says the buck stops with me while pinning blame on Trump and many Afghans. Newt Gingrich, angry Biden blames Americans for his failures. Biden blames government economic failures on big business. Biden blames Republicans for stalled agenda, claims he didn't overpromise. President Biden is blaming everyone else for st- for surging inflation. Biden blames inflation. home. Yeah. Inflation's good though, right? That's what he told us. Oh no, it was first it was transitory. Yeah. Then it was good. Yeah. That then it was uh I can't remember what it was after that. And then then it was because of Russia. Oh. But I mean, like Iglesias came out and said, Hey, this is the highest it's been in forty years. That's quite an accomplishment. Yeah. Biden blame Biden blames homeless for arming Texas synagogue suspect, then pivots to shame to shameless fashion. Wait, what was that? Biden blames homeless for arming Texas synagogue Texas synagogue suspect, then pivots in shameless fashion. So, so they they think that like a homeless people was the one that armed this nutbag that took four Jewish. Uh, Synagogue goers hostage? Probably some homeless guy who stole a gun for crack or something. Nice. That's probably what happened. He, and then the guy bought the gun because, you know, he didn't get it legally and then shut up the <clears> synagogue. <throat> but if we just... Well, well, if we just registered the gun, that would have stopped that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably. More gun laws would prevent criminals from breaking gun laws. Biden blames, especially, especially if you're good at at breaking in, like where you can break in and not have anyone know that you were there. Because do you do you look at your guns every day? You know, so your gun could be missing for like a month and you never know it. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, if someone was sneaky and broke in, found your gun, stole it, you know. Well, I mean. uh the Golden State Killer, have you ever heard of that guy? Uh, he would break into houses before the attacks, and he would unload the guns so that when they would pull the gun on him, uh, it would be unloaded. Ah, uh, see? Yeah. White House blames wind for Biden's fall on Air Force One steps. <laughs> it was blown at his back and pushed him up the steps so fast that he tripped? Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Biden blames Trump for the uh, crisis on the border. Biden blasts climate ar- arsonist Trump's in- Trump in speech about West Coast fires. I don't know. There's a bunch here. Yeah. Basically, he he sat there and said, oh, well, Trump makes excuses, but I never will because I'm a true leader and then has done nothing but excuses since he's... You know, is it purposeful? You know, like, here's a good question. Is it purposeful that he's trying to destroy the country, or is is he a, a, a fuck-up? I think it's perf- purposeful. I don't think he's... I think he's a fuck-up personally, but I think his yeah. administration is actively trying to destroy the country. You know, you got, um, you got Pete Buttigieg out there saying, well, why don't you just buy an electric car? I mean, only the smart people buy electric cars, right? But well, oh, I mean, no, no. they 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 want the government to be in control of everything. So the the more they fuck things up, the more people are asking for government control. Oh, you know, oh, why wasn't the government there to help us? Well, because they don't help. But people still seem to think they do. So, so so like, let's mess it up so bad so that people turn to us as their savior. Basically, yeah. I I mean, it's really kind of an interesting thing because, like, I look at some things and I'm like, wow, if this is purposeful, I mean, they're really smart for what they're for what they're doing. I mean, it you couldn't destroy a country uh, in this quick a time, a country so big uh, and so successful. But I mean, like, they're doing it, and so like, you almost got to think this has to be on purpose but if if it is 
then they're really then they're really smart and they look like dumbasses. So I mean it's I, I flip flop. Yeah, I I I don't know. I it comes to the point where you just gotta wonder if they're that stupid. But they're they can't be. You could you can't you can't actively be this stupid. Like it's gotta be deliberate. <laughs> I mean how huh? how do you yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just it doesn't make any sense. Like why would you nobody nobody wants what they're trying to push. I mean, nobody wants Kamala Harris. Why why would you pick Kamala Harris? She's got like a negative approval rating. Like like negative 1% of the people want her wanted her to be president. You know what I mean? It's 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 like I think she got 2% of the last Democrat primary vote. Like 2%. And then she 80- had to drop and then she had to drop out. Yeah. 84 so, million of the 81 million people that voted for Biden don't want her as, as the vice president. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And yeah, I, you just, you, you, it, like, how do you keep doing this? Like, you, you pick B, Pete Buttigieg, the Secretary of Transportation, who's, I mean, he was the mayor of South and South Bend, Indiana, and a bad one. He did put those Christmas lights under that one bridge. Yeah, I don't know. And then he, and then we have this crisis. Like we have a we have a gas crisis. You know, we have an issue where I can't remember exactly what. Oh, the infrastructure bill was was coming up, and then he takes two months off to be with his adopted kids. Like it's not like it was it was a birth that couldn't be planned. He adopted two kids and has to bond with them. Yeah, I, I like seriously, like wow. And you know what? It, Take a couple days off. I get, I got, I get you. Take a couple days off. But you're the freaking secretary of transportation. You're not, you don't work at you know McDonald's. You're the secretary well, of transportation. And also, I mean, there was there was an active crisis going on. It's not like, all right, I have a good team underneath me. You guys can reach out to me if there's something that needs my attention. I mean, not to say that two months is ever, uh, you know, something that's needed. But, you know, it's not like he, you know, I'm going to take three weeks. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take three weeks to be with my family, let's say, um, and, and to help out with everything. It's that's even excessive. But if, if everything was running smooth, okay. But two months, eight weeks, and and it's a complete disaster. It's the worst, you know, transportation mess up uh, our country's ever seen. We're we're, we're seeing supply chain issues. Um, you know, shelves are going bare, and he doesn't think, geez, maybe I should get back in the office. That either tells me I'm useless and you don't need me. Or, I don't really care, and this is a good thing. Yeah, and and then, and then you got so this this is a story that I'm that I just I could not believe when I saw it. There's a Politifact fact check about the about the Russian oil imports. And they're fact checking this statement: We have doubled our oil imports from Russia in the last year. So this this was the statement by Maria Bartiromo, she's an anchor on Fox. And and then the, and then it says uh, the uh the tick the politifact meter is mostly false. And then it says the US did not double oil imports from Russia in the last year. This is this is what the statement is. And then it says if your time is short, the most recent data from the US Energy Information Administration shows the US increased its oil imports from Russia by about 20 28% in the first 11 months of 2021. So over the first 11 months, notice 11 months, they increased it by 28%. And then the very next bullet point, if your time is short, the U.S. did double the amount of crude oil imported from Russia last year. (laughs) Like it literally says, yes, it's true. And then it says, oh, oh, but Russia only accounts for 3% of the overall crude oil imports in 2021. <laughs> but that doesn't, that doesn't, 
like literally they said yes it's true the u.s did double its oil imports from russia in the last year but this is mostly false because we assume that's not what she meant okay so the amount of gaslighting that is going on is ridiculous i mean it's like biden coming out here yesterday or today and he goes um uh my administration is not standing in the way of of oil or gas. Um, like we 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 have not done anything to harm that, except for you know taking off the XL pipeline, stopping fracking. Which which you know who wanted to stop fracking in our country? The number one uh, supporter to stop fracking was Russia. Why? Because it made us energy independent. So. I mean, it, it, it's absolutely ridiculous that all these green people are, are jumping on board with Russia about stopping fracking because it, it, it hurts his bottom line, yet they want us to stop importing oil from Russia because of re- Ukraine. The circular reasoning there is astounding and, and dizzying. But the the other thing, though, with this is... um, So then he says... Well, we have 9,000 land or we have 9,000 drilling leases that are not being used today. They could have been drilling not yesterday, but last year, and they're not drilling. Well, then somebody takes a look at it and says, oh, yeah, well, these 9,000 leases are all offshore to where oil companies have said there's no oil there. Well, yeah. and a lot of them probably have been explored and they, they realize there's no oil, so they stopped. Yeah. Because they're not stupid. Yeah. yeah. And they're they're all offshore. They're, it's not like it's Alaska or, or some of these other places where we know that there's oil, like Texas. Yeah. Well, and, and the Keystone, my, my, the, the best part is, you know, when liberals, they, they put up the map of the Keystone pipeline, you know, just like, see... The pipeline already exists. It's just the shortcut. We don't need the shortcut because we already have the pipeline. And it's like, no, no dumb fucks. It's because the shortcut, it goes through where we, where we drill all of our oil in the United States in, uh, southeastern or southwestern, uh, North Dakota and northeastern South Dakota, northwestern South Dakota. So, the pipeline's going to go through that, so we don't have to truck the oil to the pipeline, which is a long ways. Yeah. And it saves a lot of money. And not only that, but it delivers the oil a lot faster and a lot safer. There you go. But uh, we're, we're just not going to do that because, you know, I don't know, the spotted bullfrog might die. And then some Native American tribe who's not even on the pipeline route they don't want it. Yeah. Like, seriously? Okay. So uh, the rest of us have people. to suffer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're, not ser- they're not serious people. Anyone who's opposing these pipelines is not a serious person. They have not looked into it. They don't understand it. They, they're just regurgi- regurgitating talking points that they heard on CNN. And go... And they, they even... They're regurgitating what they heard on CNN so much, they're even saying it with Brian Stelter's lisp. Yeah. And, like, okay, so let's just say that we do get to a point where we don't need as much oil as we need anymore. Awesome. Let's not put oil through the pipeline anymore. Thumbs up. Let's just stop using it. It's not like it, it's not like it rots. I mean, it's not like it's going to destroy the earth if it's not used. It's just a piece of metal in the ground. Guess what? There's a lot of metal in the ground. Matter of fact, that's a, that's where we get a lot of the metal that we use <laughs> from the ground. Uh, so, uh, well, Cain Velasquez Velasquez was in the news. This is an insane story. Why don't you tell us about it, Mark? Yeah. So I I had first heard about it because he was charged with running a person off the road and shooting into the car. And Kane Velasquez is a ex-UFC heavyweight fighter. 
So that's that's why it kind of hit the news about him doing this. And, you know, when you first read that headline, you're like, oh, you know, I wonder what happened. Like, that's crazy. Like, you you wonder what what would make this this guy do something like this. And then when you read into the article, you find out it's because the, the car that he shot into was uh, transporting the guy that had molested his son, his six-year-old son, 100 times at an in-home daycare that his son was going to. So the, the pedophile was the son of the daycare provider the, the adult, obviously, son. I mean, when looking at this guy, he looks like he's in his you know, late 30s, early 40s. Uh, who was coming into the household and helping out with the kids, supposedly. Which, no reason why he would need to be there. there I'm, the daycare provider was only supposed to be for the mother. But when he, when the pedophile was arrested... The judge in the case decided to release the pedophile back into the home with the kids and without bail. And that uh, Kane here got upset, followed, followed him, took a gun, ran these people off the road, and then fired into the car. He didn't hit the pedophile. I guess he hit the pedophile's um, stepfather in the arm. And then... The, the same judge turns around and orders uh, he, uh, Mr. Vasquez um, to jail without bail, and so he's in he's in jail right now for for having that momentary insanity of seeing that somebody had hurt his child multiple times get away with get away with it basically and that's insane that they released him to a house with kids in it too yeah well actually it does look like here uh the daycare got shut down i wonder why yeah <laughs> yeah seems like a safe place to bring your kids huh yeah oh yeah, i what what's wrong with our society right now that they bring that okay first off I, I i think i've made myself very clear of what i think if it were me if i was supreme ruler of all we would have just taken this pedophile out back and i would have and i and, and i would have shot him in, in the head and left him there for two days as a warning to all pedophiles that this is what happens but you Here's the thing, uh, the big the big argument is that the death penalty doesn't um, deter other criminals. If you guys heard that, that's what I, that's everyone who is against the death penalty always says. Well, it doesn't deter the other criminals from doing it. I don't care. <laughs> that's not. So the it doesn't point. deter. It. Guess what? We don't have to worry about this guy doing it again. At least there's exactly. there's one less one less one. That's using up our oxygen, using up our air or our food, using up our fuel. One less we got to worry about. <clears throat> so, can he ever be? Can he ever be rehabilitated? Rehabilitated and brought back to be a productive member of society? No, because no. you will always worry about him trying to diddle another kid. That is I who think, he's attracted to. I think we need yeah. the Fight Club solution. To be perfectly honest. It's the fight club. Gotta take his balls. Yeah. You can use, <laughs> do the sheep the sheep play with a rubber band. Yeah. Know. Gotta take his balls. You know, I mean, if I was you know, this this cane, I one, I hope that no jury convicts him. I uh, you know I think that uh I think that if you're on that jury and you can't say that this was a totally justifiable act of a of a person's rage. Um, damn what the law says. The right thing was is that he went he he went to, to go defend his son. Well, yeah, um, that's that's kind of a tenet of the law too. Is if you see a law that you don't agree with, you are allowed to vote not guilty. 
because of your conscience. Mm-hmm. They don't. They won't tell you that you can do that, but you can do whatever you want. That's one of the things the founding fathers built into the into the judicial system. My only problem with Kane uh, here is is that he is an ex UFC fighter. He should not have taken a gun. He should have just ripped that fucker out of the car, <laughs> slammed him down on the ground. And you remember, like the GI Joe animated movie, like when Colossus had Hawk on the ground and he said the last thing you're going to hear is me snapping your neck that's what he should have done yeah sounds fair yeah so speaking of setting pieces of shit free biden set the 20th hijacker the the infamous 20th 20th hijacker free from guantanamo sent him back home to saudi arabia back to his home in Saudi Arabia, who who we don't touch because they got oil. Hey guys, yeah. tell me that you hate America without telling me that you hate America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, you know, the they said that the guy is is nuts, like he's insane, and they basically don't think that he's a threat anymore. So I don't know, some bullshit. But don't set him free. Just leave him leave him there to rot. Just like what you said, you know, just kill him and then leave him sit outside and bacon, but you know, as a warning. Although well, that, well, although that probably won't work on, on that, you know, the jihadists. But I mean, I hate to say this. This maybe makes me sound culturally insensitive, but shoot him in the head and then burn his body, or just throw him in a pig pen. Well. The reason why you, you can't cremate somebody who's Islamic, it, it's against their code because it makes um, their belief would be that uh, uh, your soul burns up with the body, which I don't understand how they thought that they were going to get the 70 versions when they drew, flew a plane into a building because I'm pretty sure that their body was incinerated. Yeah, I guess that kind of gives you a little bit of, I don't know. But yeah, the well, then they blow themselves up all the time too. I mean, isn't that kind of the same thing? Yeah, I don't know. But when yeah. you blow yourself up, is, does the body burn, or do you just fall into a, like a hundred different pieces? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. We should get uh, Islamic extremists to ask these questions too. <laughs> like, why do you think it's seventy virgins? And doesn't that sound a little boring? Yeah. <laughs> well yeah that was the that's another no fx song it's called 72 hookers <laughs> 72 oh god <laughs> just like he's like instead of i think it's goes something like instead of 72 virgins we should uh, that that that'll never stop a war what we really need now is 72 whores or something like that oh god and then you you send him over the middle east and that'll that'll end all the problems I I just I liked the uh I liked the Ned when he was when he was uh trying to needle those guys and he was like <laughs> you know uh what about 22 virgins 30 hookers two hermaphrodites three gerbils <laughs> Well it's funny he got that one guy to sing with him which is just for those who don't know, there was a guy who did like prank calls back in the early 2000s, and and uh, he was just an old guy that would say just the the craziest things. Yeah. All right. Well, the so the federal government paid to advertise on major networks. Mark, why don't you tell us about it? Yeah. So I think it was it was the advertisements, but also. Uh, According to the according to the um, reporter, it was also that it was about favorable coverage of the vaccines. So it was it it was the advertising, um, you know, which one should be coming from Pfizer, shouldn't be coming from the government. So I I, I do think that that's horrible. But also, what I'm hearing is is that also that it was like talking about the effectiveness of the vaccines. And and like they were giving these news reporters money to say, hey, it's you know a hundred percent effective. Um, 
that's what I read into it. Uh, that that uh, there was um, oh god, what what was her name? It was Robinson. Uh, no idea. Emerald Robinson. Yes. Yep. You're absolutely right. But Emerald Robinson was saying that she was told specifically that you know you need to use you need to use this percentage when you're reporting on the efficacy, and then she had found out that it was because they were getting kickbacks from that. Hmm. Interesting. I know. Uh, I know. I I know. I believe everything I read on Substack. <laughs> Yeah, so take that with a grain of salt, I think. Or in six months, it becomes 100% true. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just pretty obvious that they were paying to advertise on every network because you saw ads mm-hmm. for it all the time. The vaccine is safe and effective, yada, yada, yada. Well, yeah, no shit. People are paying to advertise, and it's the government because they want people to take the stupid vaccine. Which is getting a kickback from Pfizer to fund their campaigns. So yeah. it, I mean, it's it, it's the it's the political machine goes around and around. Hey, let's send, okay, let's send sixteen billion dollars to Ukraine. How much of that sixteen billion dollars actually goes to Ukraine? Because I'm betting that probably four billion goes to Ukraine. The rest gets shoved back into the coffers of, uh. Um, what is that lock Martin oh Martin Locke or Lock Martin or what is that big defense company? Lockheed Martin? Yeah, that thank you. I couldn't <laughs> think of it. Um you know, they're gonna get they're gonna get a portion of it and then they're gonna turn around and they're gonna they're gonna donate to the campaigns for the singers who who uh voted for the bill. And so it I mean it's all a big scam. It's taking it out of our pocket. Any you know Jesse Ventura, as horrible as a governor as he was, he did say one thing correct. If you're if the government's giving somebody a dollar, they're taking two dollars from somebody else to get it to there. Well, yeah, and and that's not not only the you know the defense contractors and stuff, but it's just all public employees unions. I mean, they're all they're they're all set up the same way. The unions get money, they give the money to the politicians. The politicians get in office. And then they give the people in the unions a raise. It's a vicious cycle. Yep. But yeah. So here's my here's my uh, favorite favorite story of the week. A Florida Dunkin' Donuts employee, or sorry, a Dunkin' Donut, a Dunkin' employee in Tampa, Florida, because it's not Dunkin' Donuts anymore. It's just Dunkin'. <laughs> accused of fatally punching a customer. Uh, was sentenced to two years of house arrest after pleading guilty to felony battery. So he punched a guy, a 77-year-old guy, in the hard enough to kill the guy. And he got two years of house arrest and 200 hours of community service. This 27-year-old teen, wink, wink, and the... Um, the <laughs> And the reason why he only got two years, Richie, can you guess? Because he used the N-word. Because he called him the N-word. Words hurt. I was going to put that on the uh, absurd headlines. Um, I had that one. But, yeah, I mean, he deserved it. Words hurt, Darren. Words yeah. hurt. And it, it sounds, what, what, what the funniest part about this whole thing is, is the guy is, was like, he went to Duncan all the time. So he was like a repeat customer. He just got pissed because they were complete, like they it was bad service that day. So he came in, and the guy basically, they got into a a verbal altercation, and then the guy punched him in the face and killed him. Yeah, he hit his head on the ground on the way down. I think he punched him more than once too. It, if an old man calls me a any kind of word, I just laugh at it. I mean, who cares? He's old, probably senile. If he eats at Duncan, he's 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 probably on his last leg to begin with. Just who cares? God, it's just a word. Yeah. What did Arden call us all the time? I mean, come on. Like yeah. there was <laughs> that old I, man. 
The guy kind of looks like Arden, though, too. Yeah, he does. That was the first thing I thought of, was there was a guy that we used to work with, all, all, uh, and, I mean, this sounds like him to a T. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I could I could have saw this happening. And Arden was just a, a angry old man that life had kind of beat down, you know, and and... I mean, does that make him a jerk? Yeah. You know, let's let's take the racial slur out of it, right? You get into a fight with somebody, you punch them in the face or you, you punch them in the head, um, and they fall back and die. You're going to face jail time. You know, now do I think that this guy deserved to have, like, his life taken away? Should he have served 15 years in prison for that? Like, like Nicolas Cage and Con Air? No. <laughs> but, but like at the same point, you know, you're, you're probably going to serve one to two years in jail and that's probably the appropriate thing, not house arrest. All right. Yep. I, I just, I just couldn't get over this story that he just got two years for killing a guy or not even, well, and, not even any jail time. He got two years of house arrest for, for punching a guy hard enough to kill him. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the ridiculous thing. He's not going to see the inside of a jail for this. Yeah. You know, I, 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 what lesson did he learn? I punch a guy and kill him, and I get to play Xbox for a year. Yeah, it's it's insane. Yeah. And pro- probably going to get government assistance because he probably can't go to work. Well, so, okay, so the story said he said a racial slur. So I think we all jumped to the to the to the worst case scenario is is that this guy said the n-word what if he didn't say that what if he didn't say it at all what if this was you know like that's what i'm saying take it out of there the the only thing that we go off of is is that you know there was there was probably a videotape of them two yelling at each other he might not have said anything maybe and i don't know i i mean i haven't seen any anything other than the news story but like, I, what if I love, what if he came in and said, "Listen here, young man, I just yeah. expect to 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 get my donuts on time." Well, here's boom. Here's the best. Here's the best part of the whole story. So they don't say anything about this teen in the thing. They don't say other than the picture that you can't tell he's a teen. But the greatest part is, according to the court records, the customer Von L. Cook, seventy-seven who was white, had gone through the drive-thru <laughs> to order coffee, was angry over the lack of service. While in the drive-thru, Duncan employees had trouble hearing him, and he started to yell at them about the poor service. Employees told Cook, a, a, a regular at the establishment, to, par- to leave, but he parked his car and walked inside and was aggressive and verbally abusive toward the employees, prosecutors said. So the prosecutors are saying this about the guy that's dead. Yeah. Pool holes, or pool pool. I don't know. Pool holes. Who who's a co? Who asked a coworker to call the police, leading to an argument be, between him and Cook. Fox thirteen Tampa Bay reported. When pool holes, who is black? Oh, here we go. Who is black? Asked Cook to leave. Police said Cook called him a racial slur. <laughs> pool holes then walked around the corner. And asked Cook not to call him a slur again. Okay, so Cook's on the right side of the counter. Pool Holes is on the right side of the counter. Pool, uh, Cook says something bad. They're not saying what it was. Mm-hmm. Pool Holes then walked around the corner and asked Cook not to call him the slur again. But Cook did. And Pool Holes punched him in the jaw, according to the station. Cook fell and hit his head on the floor and was dead. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's... he. He had the he had the ability to walk away, but instead he walked up to the old guy's face, who's already pissed off, and mm-hmm. then basically punt. He 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 aggressed the situation. He could have just stood on the other side of the counter and told him to leave and called the police. Yeah. But no, he he had to go ahead and go across the counter and then punch him in the head and and kill him basically. So he killed him. So now it, it so. Now, if if you do something stupid, like, I don't know, leave a loaded gun in the car, and your kid takes the gun and shoots somebody, that's, you're probably going to get more time than this guy. Yeah. 
but you actively, but this guy actively tried to kill somebody. Like he was actively trying to harm this guy, but he's going to get no time at all. It's, it's ridiculous all because, and the only reason why he's getting no time is because the guy said the N word. And I know it's a joke, but it's not a joke. It's ridiculous. There is a word that you can say to a person that allows them, that allows them to freak out and allows them to kill people. I, I this is a total miscarriage of justice. I mean, yeah. you can you can sit here and say I I punched him, uh, and he fell backwards. I didn't mean to kill him. I was just angry, and I punched him, and he fell back and died. Okay, you're probably you're gonna serve jail time for that. Like I said, I don't think that he probably deserves. You know, if I again was supreme ruler of the world. He got angry and punched a guy. Let's let's throw the slur out of it, right? He got angry and punched a guy. Uh, and, you know, I don't think that he get he serves twenty five years to life for that. <laughs> you know, because there's no premeditation or whatever. But but you know, if he's not if he's not at least got two years of jail, he's not learning his lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so another big thing that I've been seeing in the news in the last couple days is everybody's getting pissed off about the don't say gay bill, which is not don't say gay bill, but the media just decided to frame it like that. I think, I don't know if you guys saw the video of DeSantis answering questions on it. <laughs> awesome. But I didn't like, get to see it. The so the bill is basically you're not allowed as a school district you're not allowed to give sex education or gen I don't know what sexual orientation education to kids between the grades of pre K to third. So as long as they're seven years seven years or younger, you're not allowed to give sex education or sexual orientation classes. So you're not allowed to do it for straight kids. You're not allowed to do it for gay kids. If you, if kids even know that they're gay at that point, I don't know. That's Probably. the thing that I'm most pissed off about. But now they're saying it's the don't say gay bill. So, and it's just insane coming over the. I, I don't know. It's just stupid. You I, got I flight. You got flights coming into Florida, and the FAA has said that uh, as they land. They are now in Florida, and so they are not allowed to say gay. And I'm guessing that this is a protest um, put on by this airline or the FAA, um, you know, to 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 actively deceive people of the narrative. Yeah, I don't know. I I just think it's this is really stupid. This this whole thing. I mean, there the media is actively taking they're taking to the airwaves and they're lying about this yeah they're, they're lying about it it's not don't well, say gay it's don't say anything about sexual orientation until fourth grade i mean for crying out loud is that really that that much of an ask well and now they have a uh some some special interest group put out a uh commercial that it's like this girl is standing up in front of the class and, and the teacher um, doing like a show and tell thing. And she was like, here's a photo of me and my two moms. Um, and this girl is like, let me, let me preface this. The, the girl looks like she's in middle school. Like, I mean, she looks like she's 13, 14 years old. Right. And she's like, here's a picture of me and my two moms. And and then she looks back at the teacher, and the teacher's like, "It's okay." And then all of a sudden, the uh, the overhead the the overhead com or the overhead com comes on, and it was like, "Mrs. Smith, please report to the office." So like, <laughs> the, the commercial is is putting out there that like if a teacher says it's okay for a fourteen year old girl to say that she has two moms, that that immediately this big brother system is going to alert the, the school uh, uh, superintendent and like, they're going to bring in this teacher and fire him. Like, it's just, 
it's so ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, it's and it's not. It's not even. That's not even in the bill, <laughs> which is yeah. hilarious. I mean, it's basically like you can't teach sexual orientation to a fourth, to a fourth or to anything, K, pre-K through third grade. You can't teach it. Now, if a kid, you know, brings up their two moms, they're not going to say. I mean, that's perfectly fine. That's the kid. That's not the teacher trying to push some mm-hmm. stupid agenda on some kid. Exactly. But anyway, I don't know. That's just annoying. All right, let's move on to the worst people of the week. Uh, you don't want to do the sex ed summer camp, though? We can if you want. Well, I think that's a pretty big story, too, though. I mean, because and it kind of ties in with the last one. You know, so uh, there is a, there's a summer camp in Kentucky that is, that is trying to sign up kids to uh, a summer love summer of love camp where they're talking about um, kids at any age. And this is how she, she puts it. Kids at any age should start to explore themselves and masturbate like her preschool nephews who at that age start to tug down there because it feels good. And what we need to tell show kids is when that's appropriate for them to do that and not, the whole, I mean, this is freaking insane. I mean, you have people who are actively saying, you know, going against this bill down in Florida because they're saying, well, you should be able to say this to pre-K kids. And now they're taking it a step further and saying kids who are in pre-K should learn how to masturbate and pleasure themselves. That is ridiculous, disgusting, immoral, evil. I, so I know exactly how this is going to go down. So I've I've been I read this headline and this is exactly how it's going to go down. They're going to go up. They're going to, you know, these parents are going to bring their kid to this summer camp and they're going to walk up to the to the building, you know, where everything goes down or whatever, wherever they drop them off. And, you know, there's going to be a kid in there. There's going to be a kid in there. It's like, come here, come here, friend, come here, friend. And they're going to get the kid off of there. And then the, then the parents are going to go walk up to the you know, the area where they signed the kid in. And it's just going to be Chris Hansen standing there and goes, why don't you have a seat? <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me, why did you think it was okay to send your kid to this sex camp? Oh, this is our first time. Um, you know, it, it, it was totally, uh, we'd never done anything like this. You said, it's fine for your child to masturbate. Your child is three, right? <laughs> and I just, as, as I was scrolling up and down the story, I just saw the exact same thing as somebody commented hey, with Chris Hansen. Why don't you have? Why don't you take a seat? Oh, that's God. pretty pretty good. But yeah, this is exact. I I got a feeling this this might be a setup first to get some parents to lose their kids, which no, they probably no. should. It it was legit, and so much so that they're trying to hide it now. They're trying to scrub. They're trying to scrub the website. They realized that they went out. They, you know, see, that's what that's what's catching these people is like they think society is ready for this because they've been pushing just enough, and and they're realizing, oh crap, like nobody's on board with this shit. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on to the worst people of the week. Um, Mark, why don't you go first? So mine is the completely out of touch former vice president, Mike Pence. <laughs> so Mike Pence was doing an interview this, this week. And he said that, uh, you know, a lot of people are telling him that he'd probably be the front runner if he were to actually run for president. Uh, and that maybe he would be the sane person to bring the Republican party back uh, to where they, where it needs to be. And he feels like it's, you know, that he's not going to rule out a, a push for 2024. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. <laughs> I don't think he's getting anything. He's getting any votes. I think what a self-centered, uh, you know, over-exaggerated of his importance. He thinks he is. Nobody... Nobody would know who Mike Pence is without uh, Trump, without being Trump's, 
DP and he turned against Trump, he's not going to get any Trump supporters. And then on top of that, he's a weirdo and he has done nothing but political government work. Like he is not, he is the representation of what the old Republican party has been. He's 20 years too late to run for office. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hope he has a lot of money to burn. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's got much left. Anyway. Um, all right, Richie, who do you got? I have the infamous uh Brittany Griner is my worst person of the week. Basically, she's an idiot. Why would Who's you go that? play basketball? She's the WNBA, oh. um, I would say star, but no one watches the NBA, uh, WNBA, so she's just a, a player for the WNBA. <laughs> um, and she was uh, arrested in Russia this week for having hashish oil on her. Um, I, I just don't know what to say. Why would you go there to well, play why basketball? Would you, why would you carry it? I yeah. I heard something like this, like she got caught in the airport. Yes, mm-hmm. in the airport. Um, but she was she was one of the woke players that you know needed Black Lives Matter power and and um, kneeled during the anthem. But I bet she was, she was back in America right this moment for some reason. So good luck to her. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw some like highlights of her. And they were all bad ones. It's like where she was. She tried to dunk and she got rejected by the hoop. I mean, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I saw this. I don't know if this is a fact. I was going to look into it and then I kind of forgot. But apparently one NFL game, just one, um, brings in more money than the entire WNBA season. Well, the, I don't think any of the teams bring in money. I think it's a loser for all of them. They only well, exist to yeah. be woke. Right. I so. I really thought you were going to say one NFL game has brought in more money. Like any NFL game has brought in more money than the WNBA ever has. Like ever uh, for all of them. It, it's, <laughs> it's probably it's true. You know, but. I mean, you got to <laughs> think about it. They got to they gotta open the entire target center. For six people to watch that team play, I mean, may- maybe a thousand, like literally, like a thousand people show up to a game. Yeah. Do you think you think they're making any money on that? And it's not like the tickets are expensive. Well, what does an, uh, a WNBA player make? Like the average player, isn't it like thirty five thousand dollars a year? No, I think they they bumped them up a whole bunch now because of wokeness. Um, I think they're up to close to six figures now. So. Minnesota Lynx average attendance. Guess. <laughs> Guess. Let's see who can get the closest. 1,500. 6,200. 6, no, you're in between there. <laughs> 34? 2,700 people. Wow. God, that's got to be so creepy going to that stadium with that few people in there. Let's see. Target wow. center. Target center capacity is twenty thousand. Yeah. So it is. Really... God, I can't even do the math. One eighth full. They probably draw better than the Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the game we went to? There was nobody in that place. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, like the top player in in the WNBA in twenty twenty two. Makes two hundred twenty-eight thousand dollars. So the average bottom. WNBA salary is one hundred twenty. So the bottom player makes sixty. Is <laughs> the bottom player's name is Han He Center for New York. Makes sixty thousand four hundred seventy-one dollars in twenty twenty-two. There's got to be a minimum, though. That's probably the minimum, I would think. Well, let's let's go back to like 2012, so 10 years ago. Well, you don't you don't know if that person was playing the whole year, though. That's the thing. Like, 120 is probably like the or like 100 is probably the minimum. 
but that person only made 60,000 because they only played two thirds of the seasons or something. Anyway, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter. All right. My worst person of the week is Mark Hamill. Now, oh, at, after the um, don't say gay bill in quotes um, was passed, he tweeted, gay, 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 so many gays. And then something like gay pride or something. <laughs> Which, of course, got some um, great responses. Did you uh, see his other tweet? No, what was his other tweet? It was a picture of Yoda and him giving Yoda a blowjob. <laughs> uh... He photoshopped it, yeah. So it was like it was like Yoda with like that express, um, uh, uh, surprise look on his face, and and Luke like with his eyes shut, you know. And, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that on there, but yeah, it's probably maybe he took it down. But yeah, the then it was just it was just a bunch of gays with a rainbow. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. Anyway, yeah, uh, that's not what it means, Mark. Sorry. What? That's not what that what that uh, what that bill means. You talking to me or Mark Hamill? Mark Hamill. That's it. Oh, I got you. I was like, I wasn't, I wasn't confused. <laughs> all right. Well, looks like that's all we got for uh, for today's show. Uh, I guess we'll see you on Saturday.